it's a wonderful thing. This is the new standard this living podcast. New standard living podcast. Where we talk about action, vulnerability, and awareness. What is happening, everyone? Welcome to the new Standard Living Podcast. My name is Mark Leach, and I'll be your host. Just wanted to stop by, say what's up. Hope y'all are doing well. Hope you're having a good week. Wanted to uh, check in and uh, do a <coughs> mental health awareness episode and uh, <coughs> thought, you know, since the world leans on mental health so much um, and puts so much weight on it that <coughs> I would do, you know, a type of series, you know, to stop in and do, you know, this type of episode once in a while. And, um, yeah. And I just, uh, you know, I know everyone operates in a different way and, um, meaning, meaning we know that some people like operate more from the body, some from the mind or the brain, and then some from the heart. And, um, you know, there's like no one way to do things because everyone's, you know, different, but, uh, it does, if you were, if you were to mat, if you were to like separate them all, Like some people are like body centered and heart centered and they don't lean on the brain so much. If you did those and then, you know, on the other end, some people are centered in the heart and the brain and they're not centered so much in the, in the body. If you did like all those you know, different variations, you'd, you'd get a certain amount, you know, there's like a maximum amounts of like types of people out there. And, uh, I guess where I'm really coming from is the Enneagram and, uh, in the Enneagram usually are two of those three intelligence centers. And, um, And yeah, and so no matter who you are and what, you know, what you're going through or how you operate, I, I think a huge theme in life is finding balance and, um, and it's, and like how I started the episode, it's, uh, it's like the world leans on, you know, being, it, it leans on the mental health world and it leans on, you know, either being, having a healthy body or overindulging with your body or, um, you know, being hot or being sexy with your body. And the other, the other side of it is like, you know, I guess being hot and sexy with your mind, but it does seem like there's this huge theme of, um, you know, kind of neglecting the heart, trying to understand what the heart is aside from it being, you know, an organ in the body and, or just like a function that's here for the body or for, you know, the mind. And, you know, there's a, there's a lot of research that, is showing like the bigger role, you know, for, you know, that the heart has in everyone's life. (laughs) And, but I think like to find 
a balance. It's to almost like make a distinction on how things work, <clears throat> on how, you know, like I like to say, like put your finger in the wind and like see, like, you know, like feel it out, but everybody doesn't work that way. And so it's like, okay, well <clears throat> you can, um, you know, you can look at like a human <clears throat> as, uh, you know, 70% water. So, you know, with your finger in the wind, you're just like, yeah, maybe we should stay hydrated, you know? And I just think that the search for the balance <clears throat> will bring more answers to you than kind of doing the normal thing as in like accepting that the world knows more about everything that the world has to offer than ever before and t basically taking the mystery out of life and I think that's part of you know the balance of life is <clears throat> understanding how much mystery is out there you know, and so I guess before I continue the, you know, I just like the disclaim that, you know, I'm not a mental health professional and I don't have any licensing or anything. And, um, if you are having trouble finding that balance, finding, you know, um, you know, a good groove and you're having a hard time, like you know, go seek professional help with a mental health professional. And <clears throat> if you think that your balance, you know, if you're open to the, you know, the spiritual world, you know, um, regarding, you know, universal consciousness or, you know, a God, um, like God, the creator, basically like, to you know seek guidance you know with a spiritual leader and if you think your balance is you know either out of whack or you need or you want to learn more balance with the body it's you know go seek out help with you know a you know a nutritionist or somebody who works with the body mainly <clears throat> and the thing is is just that None of those, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm pretty sure this coconut oil in my coffee is giving me this uh, <laughs> throat reaction. But um, <clears throat> the thing is, is just that not one of these people are going to have all the answers. You know, not one nutritionist is going to have you know, spiritual answers and not one, you know, spiritual teacher is going to have, you know, all the nutritional answers or mental health answers. It's, um, you know, it, it's the journey of finding your balance, you know, and, um, like the journey is kind of up to you, you know, no one can balance it for you. And, I believe that acknowledging the mystery there is in life and taking it with you instead of just like, oh, you know, we don't know that that's wacky or that's paranormal or that's, uh, it doesn't make sense to just kind of forget about it <laughs> is the wrong way to do it. And I think taking it with you is part of you know, keeping a balance, you know, and helps you avoid leaning too much on one of these corners of life. You know, it's like the men mental with mental health. It's more of an industry, you know, and, um, you know, nutrition is an industry. And I guess, you know, you can say in some aspects that, you know, religion and 
you know, spirituality is can be an industry, but um, you know, life isn't about industries. It's about those specific corners, you know, of life. You know how we operate and um, how we navigate. You know, <clears throat> so. Yeah, I just think, you know, I encourage you to like keep trying to find the balance, you know, and um, obviously if you think that, you know, taking some type of drug to, you know, help you find that balance is beneficial, then, <clears throat> you know, by all means go for it. I'm not a mental health professional, so I can't really speak to SSRIs too much, but, you know, I do appreciate hearing people's perspective, especially about or from the ones that have taken SSRIs and have taken, you know, um, drugs that are meant to rebalance, air quotes, um, <clears throat> the chemistry of someone's mind. And then they, they go years and years and of doing these drugs or trying these different, like all these different type of, types of things that are completely focused on the human brain and, you know, doing like, um, you know, like shock therapy, like, you know, electricity, like flowing through their skull, you know, doing all these types of methods that are completely dedicated to the human brain and at the same time, you know, neglecting these other corners of life, you know, it's, it's super refreshing to hear like a mental health professional acknowledge nutrition. And, but the thing is, is just that <clears throat> they're, they're not all intertwined. You can't just walk out of your therapist house or sorry whatever your therapist office and there's you know a nutritionist right out there who can take blood samples and you know you can't just walk out of the nutritionist and you know talk to whatever a priest or a pastor or a guru or you know um and it's just, so which in a way it seems, you know, in a golden age world, it seems like that's what it would be and, you know, how it would, um, be the best set, you know, set up the best, <clears throat> but, um, and, and, you know, it's just like, it, whatever, I just kind of, it would be, it would be cool if it was set up like that. And, um, so anyway, yeah, so I just think like that sometimes some there's some things you can take action with that or whatever. There's th there's things, you know, a part of um the new standard of living philosophy that I believe if you do them <clears throat> it weeds out things that you don't need and it meets the needs of a bunch of things you didn't know you could meet all at once and <clears throat> excuse me and so um i was uh looking up some stuff before the episode and um one thing that i actually found on psychology today <clears throat> which uh, resonates with, you know, a lot of my philosophies is um, this article that is titled Helping Others is Good for Your Health. And um, like I'll read a little bit of it. <clears throat> what, can helping, what can helping others do to your own health? Although many people are not aware of it, more and more research has weighed into the in to demonstrate how being good to others is good for you, for your well-being, health, and even longevity. 
For example, a research team from the University of British Columbia gave a group of older participants the high blood um, with high blood pressure money to spend. On three consecutive weeks, they were each given $40. Half the participants were instructed to spend the money on themselves. The rest were asked to spend it on someone else. By buy a gift for a friend, donate to a charity, or otherwise benefit others with the money. A few weeks afterward, the research the researchers measured the blood pressure of both groups. It turned out the blood pressure of those participants who had spent money on others had, had significantly decreased as compared with the subjects who spent the money on themselves. Moreover, the, de- the decrease in blood pressure was similar in size to the effect of starting high-frequency exercise or a healthier diet. Aiding others can even help you live longer. A study of older adults compared receiving social support and giving it as predictors of mortality over a period of five years Whereas it would be intuitive to think receiving such support would be good for oneself, the the results showed it was giving social support that predicted longevity. Those who provided instrumental support to friends, relatives, and neighbors, as well as those who provided emotional support to their spouses, were more likely to be alive at the end of the study period the study period compared with less pro-social participants. These results held true even when the researchers controlled for various demographics, sorry, demographic factors such as health, mental health, personality, and marital status. More than 10 studies have also demonstrated that regular voluntary work predicts longevity. Helping behavior can even buffer against the negative effects that stress typically has on mortality. Among 846 participants around Detroit, stressful events predicted subsequent mortality among people who did not provide help to others in the past year, but not among those who did. So, I will, um, so yeah, this article, it does go on. But I, you know, I appreciate finding these things on, you know, central hubs like Psychology Today. Um, This article was by Frank Martella, PhD, Insights for a More Meaningful Existence. And again, the article's name is Helping Others is Good for Your Health. And so, um, so that, that's what I, that's one thing that I mean where you can take action or it's a vulnerability that you can embrace, you know, just like we're humans and I'm speaking as for the vulnerability, we're humans, we're here together, you know, we're in this together. Your success is my success. My success is your success. And, um, you know, in different ways. And, uh, you know, it, it ties back to, you know, when we were in villages and when, you know, our, our social circles were the, were defining the success of our future and our genetics and our meaning our children and their children's children and stuff like that. Like, we are designed to care about each other basically and i mean i'm um there's there's always those really cool examples about you know um i would love to sit like whatever the studies they've done on like babies or even to animals where if a child like a child or um the specific study was about like a baby chimp and 
if like the babies just aren't touched at all, they'll die. Um, I think specifically it was the baby chimps, but I'm pretty sure it related greatly to like human children. And <clears throat> it seems like we're just kind of this vulnerable, like this factory of vulnerability, you know, like you might think we evolved, you know, to where we're at. But it's, you know, it seems like we're, you know, and, and as, as negative as someone's life can be, as like horrific as it can be, it, it still seems like we're kind of in this divine lane, you know, this lane where we're not evolving to where like, you know, we have scales on our flesh. We we're like, <clears throat> you can say what you want about hair, but it's like, you know, you don't have people. Sure. You have the rare instance of somebody being born and they're like really hairy all over their body, but it's not like a functional, you know, hair is being grown so that, you know, you can weather the cold storms kind of deal it, like, it's just like a genetic anomaly, but it's like where this where we are these like vulnerability factories where like like <clears throat> we can be touched all over our body and feel it you know um you know in sexual ways we're like highly sensitive sure but it's just like if we have skin all over our bodies it's like inviting touch all over our bodies almost you know and, um, you know, so I just, I, you know, I think it, sure. I, I think, yeah, I think a lot about like touch and stuff, but like I can go a thousand different <laughs> down a thousand different, um, roads and topics about being touched. But like one thing is like vulnerability as in, like if we were evolving you know like our genetics and stuff naturally then you know we would we would be like you know manifesting things all over our body to where you know uh, if a rock hit us then it wouldn't do anything but for some reason our vulnerability sustains you um you know, like how many people throughout history, like, and so it's like with animals, it's like, <clears throat> you'll have a species of, let's say fish. And then, then you can see this progression of the same species in a different environment, somehow changing its genetic code to produce its offspring with different features, basically, whether it's, you know, different colors on the coat, different, you know, um, more body parts, different types of body parts, just something that's going to allow the survival of that species to continue on, you know, and like with uh, this specific fish, like is one of my favorite examples where, it would it would uh, do something it so the waters from the ocean receded and so receded from this area of land and it left this lake and so these fish to get its food and nutrients started um, like they ate everything they could in that body of water <clears throat> uh, that standalone body of water. And so these fish started like swimming up to swimming out of the water up onto the shore. And, um, you know, and they're presented with just oxygen. And so, you know, after a few seconds, they would have to like shimmy back into the water. And so they just kept doing that until it put enough, 
you know, pressure on its genetic code to change, you know, it's just like, so that specific fish, like, um, its offspring had this type of like finger that was, that grew, that grew onto it to, to help it like push itself, you know, across land, you know, and then I'm pretty sure like either that same offspring or like, you know, offspring down the line, they were able to like breathe air, you know, a thousand times longer than, you know, it's, you know, great grandparents basically. And so it's like, there's that type of pressure, but we have this like consistent, you know, lane that we, that we're in, that we've been in and, you know, and I'm just here to encourage like us to embrace it, you know? And, um, you know, there, I feel like there's so many ways to describe vulnerability, but, um, I'm just, I'm just here to <laughs> encourage, encourage to embrace it, you know? And so when we can, and so just kind of tying it back to like the article and kind of like the new standard of living philosophy is, um, you know, the balance for, I feel, I feel like, I feel like no matter who you are or what type of person you are, you know, what type of, you know, your dominant intelligence centers, you know, meaning like how you operate, you can step into this vulnerability of community and you can embrace other people's vulnerability because in a way it's a part of your vulnerability and you can help them. And then with, uh, you know, doing something that seems like it's almost like a singular, you know, like you're put, like you're putting food in this child's mouth, you're providing clothes for this person. You know, it seems like it's a, sing a single, you know, action. It's, it's weeding out a bunch of stuff we didn't know weren't, wasn't good for us or that wasn't serving us like things, you know, in our minds, things in our hearts, you know, even maybe even toxins or some type of, you know, negative thing in the body. I mean, you could even like, we could, I mean, you can just say, you know, neurologically that on the, on a neurological level that, um, that that could be, you know, on the body level of it. Um, and so like stepping in and like, you know, helping others will weed out like negative things from you, but also like produce, you know, a plethora of things that are beneficial to you, you know? And just like the article was saying, it's like, it's proven to, you know, help longevity and, um, and your physical health and mental health. And in the end, if you want to look at it singularly, it's, you know, you just helped, you know, your community, you just helped, you know, this village of 8 billion people. And maybe you helped one person, but you know, it, um, like looking at a macro, it's like you still did one thing, but I just, um, you know, like hope and pray that, you know, we can figure out that the key is to helping other people, you know, and, um, with new standard living, it's, you know, how can we take action? How can we embrace, you know, vulnerabilities and, uh, whether it's our own or other people's, and, um, how can we, you know, increase our awareness or spread awareness, you know, <clears throat> and, um, you know, I think those are the golden, you know, things to, um, strive for that, that bring like a thousand fold return on your investment, 
you know um and and so there was another um article that i found and it was also on psychology today and it was um uh the so the article's name is the importance of friendship uh friendships are a crucial part of living a fulfilled fulfilling life that was the um subtitle for it and this article is by robert puff phd meditation for modern life and uh, the article says as we move through life we find that there are many things out of our control we can't choose our parents our genetics or control the things that happen in this world around us one thing that we can control is who our friends are And this decision can either make our lives so much richer and beautiful or more stressful and disappointing. Today, we'll focus on how to choose friends who enrich our lives and make them more beautiful. Why friends are so important. Having solid friendships is important for two main reasons. First, they make life more enjoyable. We get to share the beautiful aspects of of life with people who we love, which can enrich our everyday experiences second our friends help us through the difficult times having friends to support us through hard times can make unimaginably difficult situations seem more tolerable the most beautiful part about pouring our time and energy into friendships is that not only do friends help enrich our lives but we enrich theirs too Friendships get us through the tough times in life, make things more fun and enjoyable, and all around makes our lives better. I urge you to take stock of your friendships and ask yourself if your current friends, people built, sorry, I urge you to ask to take stock of your friendships and ask yourself if your current friends, people build, (laughs) I think that was a typo, build you up and support you. Or is the friendship more one-sided? Um, and I'll stop there on this article. But <laughs> um, one thing that made me want to look that up was, um, you know, kind of like recalling on my my own life and um, kind of like sticking my finger out in the wind and trying to like vibe or feel... Um, you know, kind of like what the average person, at least in America, would be feeling. And it, um, you know, at first I was just like, well, you know, how, how would you like go find somebody to go help, you know? And it's, um, it seems easier with friends, but when we're, we're all working so much, you know, we're all just spread thin and, and we're just, you know, we'll, we'll move where like with the tide and, um, it doesn't necessarily like meet our needs or it doesn't give us stronger friendships. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't help us connect on you know natural like almost like the natural ways that we're designed to connect you know it's just like sure we can all go to you know concerts and all this stuff and it's uh it's just like when you know when was the last time you got to just vent or you know when was the last time somebody was really present with you or you know when was the last time you experience new, you know, went on an adventure and experienced new things with someone close to you. And it seems like, you know, experiences like that are being more, like more spread thin, at least in metropolitan areas. But, um, you know, I was just kind of like, just wrestling with like, you know, how, you know, how, well, are other people like experiencing what I've experienced and, you know, a lot of the time like still experience and, 
I, you know, I'm just faced with like, you know, if we're going to strive to help other people and you don't have that many people in your, in your life, you know, um, you don't really have access to like helping people you have a connection with, then I still think it's like, still go find it, you know, like, um, like growing up, I would go do, you know, something random, like, like a toy, like wrapping drive. And, um, and I would just see people that I'm that, or whatever, I would meet people who went there completely alone, just out of the goodness of their heart. They went to this, you know, Christmas toy drive and wrap stuff for, you know, children in need. And they're never going to meet these children. But in the long run, I still think that, you know, the helping other people philosophy applied. You know, it's um, like no one's going to know they wrapped this gift. No one's going to know, you know, they put this toy in the bag. But um, I I think it, it's also intertwined. It's just like those experiences will let you meet people, you know, they'll... Um, almost like like-hearted people, like-minded people, people kind of, you know, with a mission, you know, not just like going through life aimlessly and like just there for pleasure or, or whatever self-pleasure, you know, and so um I you know, I just I think like we all work so much and like, you know, we're so kind of at, at least my job, you know, it's just like, you know, working outside all day, you know, it's sometimes it's just like, man, like how do you, how do people do it? You know, how do you, how do you like stay balanced? And, um, you know, if you're not going to do everything down to the T, how do, how do people, you know, find the energy to do these thousand fold return investments, you know, like helping other people, um, when they're tired or exhausted or, you know, just trying to like make ends meet. And, um, you know, a huge, you know, a huge theme in my life has been like, um, no matter how you feel, go to church, you know, go like, like don't even don't even think about it too hard. Like, don't like go somewhere where like people, obviously someone's in your face, like, <laughs> like judging you, like, sure. Like, you know, they don't represent, you know, the whole spiritual life of, you know, God and the church and stuff, uh, and Christ and stuff, which is, you know, my belief and, you know, it, um, fruitful experience <laughs> or relationship with Christ, but it's just like, you know, go somewhere where like, um, I just, I just keep coming back to church. I'm just like, you know what? Like, I think that's a good encouragement for people is just like, if, you know, if you don't know where to turn, like turn, turn somewhere where their philosophy is at least helping other people you know, like, um, being servants and, you know, and it's just like, even if you don't believe any of it or don't know, <laughs> you know, don't know, um, you know, the doctrine or philosophies or the walk or whatever. It's just like, I, I feel like, you know, cause I mean, I grew up going to church and there is there are several times in my life where you know i would i would make it into a church and i would just you know part of it was nostalgia you know but a lot of it was just like i knew there was like this peace i could find you know there was this 
almost thousandfold return I could experience just by sitting somewhere, you know, even if I didn't know the songs, I was just like, I'm kind of in like this, you know, place of spirit or this place dedicated for, you know, connecting with, you know, something possibly a creator, you know, I mean, I already, I know the lingo, but you know, or whatever I know, um, how important it is to acknowledge the actual philosophies and teachings. And, but right now I'm just, you know, trying to like paint a different picture where for people, you know, who have never been to a church, I'm not going to be throwing God around, but it's just like, you know, I would just go and sit there. And even though I've been in a church a thousand million times, um, like I would just like embrace like the music and, you know, kind of the selflessness that people were bringing to the table. And, uh, and again, a lot of it was nostalgia that I believe when I was, when I wasn't, you know, when I was an adult and I was, um, you know, trying to find like where my feet landed after, you know, learning about different religions and different spiritual walks. And I was just like, man, but this is like, it just ended up being really fruitful, you know, something I could, I could really partake for, you know, taste and, you know, plant more in my life and just be like an embrace basically, you know? So, um, I think that's a, you know, a great starting point, especially if you're exhausted, especially if you're working all the time, it's just like, that's something you can just go close your eyes, you know, (laughs) it's a safe, safe place, you know? So I highly encourage that, um, you know, full circle it helps you embrace you know that almost like mysterious ass corner of life and um i mean not saying it's it needs to be so mysterious but when it you know in a world where we lean so heavily on mental health and the body you know it seems more and more like the spiritual the acknowledgement of the spiritual corner of life is like neglected and stuff and forgotten about making it putting it more into the the mysterious oh i like this song and um but anyway i am just gonna like the song real fast (laughs) i love the song and um and you know and so yeah just again full circle like finding the balance like what is your balance how do you how do you you know what and and so another thing i wanted to say was like like what's your gauge on things you know like do you have like a positive and negative gauge do you have like you know uh like a joy a gauge a you know gauge of joy and a gauge of despair kind of deal like like for me as a musician i am not you know and me not growing up with like trap music i just don't get how people who grew up with me are attracted to like trap music but you know that's just as a musician you know i'm just like man if it doesn't have you know these you know like I like to play all different types, like across the board, all these different types of music. And I'm just like, I just can't get with some of this stuff. Like, I just don't enjoy it, you know? And, but at the same time, well, I, so a huge part of it is like, how come, so I'll try and enjoy it and I'll find, I'll find some different, some things that sound like that style and enjoy it. But for me, I'm just like, how come the majority of time when I, when I, hear that hear that type of music there's you know it brings more it brings me down you know it it like 
like I ain't trying to like park my mind on like money and bitches and you know you know just like parking it there you know I'm just like it's like I know better you know I you know I took I took you know these highly valuable things to heart and it was almost teaching the other you know the opposite of it so I guess what I'm trying to say in a way it just it brought me down and I thought it was negative you know and I was just like this is, this just isn't positive at least for me you know and um you know I can you know I'm I think it's cool when a whole <laughs> I thought it was, you know, I thought it was cool when, you know, I experienced like seeing, you know, a whole house of people, you know, when we're having like a Halloween party or something, all be rapping the same rap, you know, and sure it was, it was trappy, you know, but I, you know, I was still just like embracing the kind of community of it. And yeah, a huge part of me was just like, but y'all like, why do we have like, why does it have to be, <laughs> why does this song have to be so popular that, you know, and it's just, you know, it's just not for me, you know, it's not like deep, you know, it's, um, it just seemed like a little shallow and, and but that's just my opinion and, um, does, doesn't really matter, but, but what I'm just like encouraging is just like, what, what's the gauge where, you know, how having the gauge on you know the way where you're how you're navigating life is going to help you find the balance you know it's just like you know how many times like are we gonna hear you know um eating too much sugar is gonna lead to you know things like diabetes and stuff and so it's just like hey you know if if i'm gonna find a balance and um you know, discern like how to, how to find joy as well, you know, then it's, you know, it's just like, like just how we, how we tuning up our, our gauges, you know, like how, how are we gauging things and calibrating, you know, our gauges, you know, meaning like, <clears throat> I mean, almost it's like, I love like how the rock he'll, um he'll you know do his full week of workouts because he's like a you know he's a bodybuilder and an actor and stuff and then you know he'll, on the weekend or i'm pretty sure it's like on sundays but it's like he'll he'll definitely have a cheat day you know where he's not where he gets to eat the things he really finds joy in you know like big old peanut butter cookies with like pancakes and like a big old thing of sushi you know so it's just like <clears throat> like he found a balance you know i hear i hear the you know me attempting to do some bodybuilding work i'm um well whatever that doesn't matter it's just like i i respect the cheat days you know and um for people who have access to eating super, super healthy, like all, <laughs> all day, all day, you know, every day. And so, um, maybe that's a, you know, a different conversation for later, but it's just, uh, the point is, is that I, you know, I appreciate the, the cheat days because it, it's almost like people's gauges are actively working and they're, and they're trying to find the balance and, you know, they're striving for, you know, a goal, you know, they have a mission and, um, and so, yeah, I just, um, I, uh, I know, <coughs> you know, I know life's hard and I know, um, you know, we're all still, you know, kind of, I don't want to say the rugs being pulled out from under us, but just like things are changing on us like so fast, you know, and we're all coping, you know, in our own ways. And, um, but it's just like, you know, if I'm, if I were to gauge us, like, it's like we, we've, we zero in on things that just 
shouldn't like take a hundred percent of our attention a hundred percent of the time you know i'm just like how much transgender talk <laughs> am i gonna hear like it's uh you know how many it's just like god what year do we live in it you know it's like i get i get there's injustices but you know for you know whole I don't know, like college campuses to be engulfed by certain things. It's just, you know, kind of, uh, if anything, whatever inspires me to like do my best to put a balanced like anchor, you know, that people can, um, become a part of or whatever, or, or show people, you know, reliable, balanced anchors, <clears throat> you know, kind of like embracing your spirit and, you know, <laughs> your relationship with the universe or consciousness or God, you know, um, I should just start saying God first. And then, <laughs> cause that's, cause that's, that's how I think of it. I'm just trying to go about it the other way. Um, but yeah, just kind of like, um, and I say, and I say that because, you know, there are religions out there, there are spiritual teachings out there. And, um, that's what I mean by like the anchors that are already out there. And so, you know, I just, uh, that's my goal. And, um, I, uh. Yeah, I hope you found this uh, episode positive <laughs> and uh, encouraging. And um, I will be uh, thinking about y'all and praying about praying for y'all. And uh, I wanted to thank you guys for stopping in and listening in this uh, this episode, this mental health episode. <clears throat> and uh, again, just encourage you to just you know you know find find things that you know are given thousand fold returns in you know you know all just all the good ways you know and so um yeah if you guys uh don't follow or subscribe um i greatly appreciate it if you did and uh leave some feedback on apple podcasts um you know like it on soundcloud like you know, like this episode on Spotify, share it with your friends. Um, much appreciated. Uh, thank you all for already, who already did that. And, uh, yeah, again, thinking about y'all praying for y'all and I hope you guys have a good night, good day, good week, whenever you're listening to this. And, uh, I will be back on here soon to uh, try and pick you up and share some encouragement. Peace out.